Welcome to How Not To Date At 28, where I will be sharing pretty much all my embarrassing stories in the hope of giving you a giggle. Um, It's been a weird year, hasn't it? So I just thought I'd attempt to, I don't know, have a bit of a laugh at my expense. Um, It's going to be a lot of silly stories about dating and sex. So yeah, if that's what you're after, then you're in the right place because, I mean, it's going to be some seriously unfiltered oversharing. So buckle in, because we're going to get balls deep into the inappropriate. In this podcast, I'm going to tell you stories from some of the dating experiences that I've had over the years, and basically just going to go into probably way too much detail about how they've enriched my life, (laughs) wanky, Um, mostly and just entertained my friends and made me happy. I'll probably share a couple of stories about like, you know, the deeper stuff like broken hearts and stuff I mean not too much of that we're here for a giggle not for yeah anyway um yeah so I don't know am I crazy for doing this quite possibly I just thought it'd be a bit of fun so yeah I hope this is light-hearted and not really awkward I don't know maybe it'll be both um yeah I realize this could turn out extremely cringeworthy especially if you know me or if you're one of the lucky, lucky men from my life who's done something to earn a place in this podcast. Um, yeah, if you're here, I mean, I don't know what you're doing here. Please go away. Um, <laughs> actually, no, continue listening. You're about to be the start of the show, probably. Um, but I love telling these stories. And weirdly enough, I seem to have a story from like every date I go on, everyone I date. I don't know why. I don't know why these things happen to me. I'm just like one big walking disaster. Anyway, I tend to send voice notes to my friends after pretty much every date or sexual encounter with some sort of rundown. So this is basically just an extended version of all my voice notes, but in podcast form and just with the highlights. And by highlights, I mean like just the most embarrassing stuff that happens. So you're welcome. Um, I'm planning on doing pretty short episodes, each one focusing each one focusing on a different guy I've dated or maybe a different theme or certain time in my life, uh, depending on the stories I want to tell in that episode. Um, But I want to keep it short and sweet. So yeah, I don't know if that'll happen. I may end up just rambling for ages. Who knows? Um, But all the stories I'm telling are going to be my own. They're all unfortunately completely true. Um, Not exaggerated at all. Just, I mean, they're just ridiculous stories. Um, but yeah, don't worry, I won't be offering any advice or words of wisdom because let's be honest, I'm definitely not in a position to be doing either of those things. So this podcast is literally all about keeping you guys entertained and hopefully giving you a little laugh, you know, just a little one, just a little cheeky laugh and maybe making you feel better about any of your own dating mishaps because I mean, you might have had one or two. Well, I feel like I've had a million, so hopefully I'll make you feel better for any ridiculousness that's happened in your own love life. Um, I wish I'd only had one or two embarrassing things happen, but unfortunately it seems to be like a million. So anyway, um, yeah, I've been single pretty much my whole life, apart from about six months where I basically forced this guy to be my boyfriend, lucky thing. So yeah, other than that, I mean, I'm 28 now, if you didn't gather from the name of the podcast, uh, 28 now, and yeah, I've been having sex for about, uh, I'm dating obviously, for like 12 years, 
So that means I've got a lot of random stories. I feel like we might be at the point now where you're insta-stalking me or something to find out if I'm totally hideous because I've basically just said I've been single for 12 years. But, I mean, I do have a very big nose. But the reason for being single is literally that I just like being single. And I'm so fussy. Like, you know when people are like, oh, I'm really picky. And then they're, they're not. They're just, I don't know. But I am. I just don't want to settle. I like my own company. I like being on my own. So yeah, my mum loves to tell me to give so-and-so a chance. And I'm like, if they've done something shitty, probably not going to give them a chance. Anyway, I'm rambling. So before we get balls deep in uh, some sex stories, now's probably a good chance to tell you a little bit about me. Um, If you don't know me, I feel like it's just going to be my mates listening to this. But if it's not... (laughs) Then I'll give you a little background. Um, I'll keep it brief in case you already know me anyway. Um, And you're probably just here for the funny shit, not for my life story. So I'll keep it brief. But basically, I grew up on a farm in the absolute middle of nowhere in deepest, darkest North Devon, um, which is in England. I feel like people are just going to be listening from England. But if they're not, that's in England, like on the coast. It's very beautiful. Um, But as soon as I turned 18, I moved straight to London to train as an actress at drama school. So I've now been in London for 10 years and I now work in film and TV production. Um, I still act as well. I've just finished producing a short film that I wrote, which I'm acting in as well. So we just finished that on Sunday. Um, So yeah, really, really excited about that. Um, I've done a million different random jobs throughout my time in London though I finished drama school so I was there for three years worked in bars throughout my time there and then when I graduated I worked as a dog walker for four years on the side of trying to be a struggling actress and I worked in bars I did like those like children's parties babysitting I went and did a ski season for six months which I'll probably talk about in another episode I've done like every random job you could possibly imagine. Um, But yeah, now work in film and TV production, which I absolutely love. And obviously this year has been so weird for that. Um, But I've been quite lucky, been working from home, um, organising different shoots. So yeah, that's kind of what I do at the moment. But I just love telling stories, whether that's through acting or whether it's my own stories. So I just feel like this podcast is a good chance for me to tell some random stories. Um, yeah, anyway, back to the podcast. Uh, the structure of this is basically going to be a random order. Each episode is going to be about one of the guys I've dated or shagged, naughty, or I may just group them together if, for example, it's about like a group of friends. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. Um, a few times actually, oops. Uh, or if it was just like all on one holiday or trip or something like that, then I'll group it together. So let's get into it. I thought I'd start quite tame so as not to shock you all too much straight away, but I'm basically going to tell you about my failed one night stands. (laughs) So a couple of years ago, I'd been on a night out with my friend Tom and we were on the dance floor in a bar somewhere and we see this really hot guy. So Tom's gay and we basically are like, if this guy is gay, Tom can get with him. If he's straight, I'll get with him. I mean, the arrogance of it that we thought that that was even a possibility because this guy was fit. Anyway, we, we danced with him a bit 
And then turns out he's straight. We all get chatting. He's there with his friends. We're all just having a lovely time, really. So then we all go to leave at the end of the night. And Tom was coming back to mine anyway. Um, I think I used to live with my sister and he was staying in in her room because I think she was away for work or something. So anyway, so we're getting a cab back. And before we get in the cab, I exchange numbers with this hot guy from the bar. Um, So we exchange numbers and then he leaves with his friends. So then me and Tom get into a taxi. And whilst we're in the taxi, this guy calls me and he's like, what are you doing now? And I was like, I'm just going home. What are you doing? And he he was like, can I come to yours? (laughs) So... I was like, "Mm, yeah, go on then. So I text him my address. Thank God Tom's there, because obviously he could have been like a murderer or something. Who knows? Um, But me and Tom had already ordered like an Uber Eats McDonald's to be delivered to the house for when we arrived there. (laughs) So anyway, we get back home. The Uber Eats McDonald's arrives just before this guy arrives. So I eat like I have literally one bite of a burger and then the doorbell goes and I'm like, shit, this guy's here. So I go and get the door. He comes in and Tom's sat in bed in my sister's room eating my McDonald's as well, I think. Anyway, this guy comes into my room. We like start making out a bit. We're like on the bed. I don't even think we started undressing or anything. No, we're just like kissing a bit. And then he's like, oh, I'm just going to, can I go to the toilet? I was like, yeah, sure. So he goes to the bathroom and he never came back. (laughs) He disappeared forever. He didn't even, like, he didn't steal anything. He didn't do anything weird. He just left. It was the funniest thing. (laughs) So I go into, like, I literally look around the whole flat, like, where where is this guy? And I go in to (laughs) see Tom and I'm like, hey, I think the guy just left. And he's like, are you joking? Does this mean you want your McDonald's? (laughs) So yeah, obviously I did. So I finished my McDonald's. We just sat in bed laughing about the fact, basically, like what just happened? Am I that bad a snogger? Snogger, great word. Um, That bad a snogger that that this guy just left. So the conclusion we've came to was that maybe he had a girlfriend and he got cold feet. And I mean, I prefer that option to the me being a bad kisser option but either are possible either are possible at this stage so that was a real failed one night stand I mean maybe it wouldn't have been a one night stand maybe he was destined to be my husband and he just got cold feet because he thought this girl's too perfect (laughs) but I don't think it was that um so yeah that's the first story for you you're welcome. I hope it makes you feel better about all the bad things that have ever happened to you. Is that something that happens? Has that happened to anyone else? Surely not. I don't know. Um, yeah, I've not heard of it happening to anyone else. So just me, lucky thing that um, gets wooed and then stood up, but not even couldn't even count that as standing up. Anyway, my other one night stand story is equally as stunning. <laughs> Um, it's from when I was about 23 and me and my sister used to go out all the time, like every day of the weekend. We were literally the most basic Clapham bitches you could ever meet and we didn't even live in Clapham. It was like Inferno's on a Saturday night, which if you've never been to Inferno's, it's like a big cheesy, sticky floored 
disgusting nightclub where like all the rugby players go and like all the like sports teams and anyone who thinks they're really cool who actually isn't very cool goes there so obviously we fit right in um and then on a Sunday we go to a pub called the ship which is like infernos but a pub so like still full of like the wannabe whatever it used to be very chilled and now it's full of like people who think they're famous like the love island people go there and i i cringed my core thinking about it but there we are it happened um so yeah if you know southwest london then you know you know what we're talking about if you don't then use your imaginations we were basically the girls that wore those like tight leather look jeans trousers whatever you want to call them the ones that look like they've been sprayed on basically and then some sort of crop top and black trainers and I know that's still a thing but honestly we thought we were the coolest chicks and so original like honestly I I just I can't so basically the the routine was like Friday and or Saturday we go out to Inferno's or like somewhere else that's equally as awful and then on the Sunday we'd be like, we'd be so hungover, we'd have to go out again. Like, we just had to, it was just like the rules. So, yeah, so we'd pre-drink with vodka and fruit cider. Like, cider was the mixer in that scenario. Were we okay, hun? I think not. Um, Yeah, no wonder we made such questionable life choices all the time. And we had work on a Monday, so really not ideal. But we both hated our jobs at the time, so we didn't really care if we were hungover. At least we were getting paid when we felt like shit, you know? So at this one time, I think Sarah worked in PR, and I was an out-of-work actress, working about five jobs. But my main one at the time was, as I mentioned before, a dog walker. (laughs) Which sounds cute, but trust me, I did not. Oh, it was, honestly, I did it for the best part of four years, and it definitely isn't cute. Like, picking up dog shit for a living is absolutely not the one especially with a Monday hangover oh so bad so yeah oh it was just awful anyway so there was this one Sunday night around this time that me and Sarah my sister are sitting on the sofa nursing a particularly bad hangover and I've decided we're going to treat ourselves to a night in for a change we might even get like a takeout but we're not going out we're just going to chill But the conversation goes something like this. Oh, I'm so glad we're staying in. Yeah, me too. Should we go out? Yeah. (laughs) And obviously we go out. So then we just like, we used to always like hype each other up by going, (laughs) we'd have this like chant. We'd sit there and one of us would just start going, ship, 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 ship. And then we'd have to go to the ship. So, I mean, it's so embarrassing now I think about it, but oh well. So yeah, there's this one night we... We went to the ship and if you used to go like five, six years ago, then you'll know what I'm talking about. Like an average night there would be people swinging from the beams and dancing on the tables. There'd be a band playing and it was so much fun. Like it was, it was hilarious. Like it was good times. Um, and no one gave a fuck that they had work the next day. It was so funny. Now it's a bit more chilled and people just go there to be like seen which is really cringe. Um, But at the time, it was just a bit messy. So Sarah at the time is dating, or dating, loose term, let's say getting with um, a rugby player who I think has like played for England or something. Who Who knows? So she's been getting with this guy and he's there. So we go over and we're like chatting with his mates. 
um, having a lovely time, got really, really drunk. We'd already had our vodka cider pre-drinks, so we're, we're good to go. And I get chatting to this guy. Um, I think he says he's a footballer. So I'm like, okay, I don't know anything about football, but he's fit. So great. Lovely. Um, gets to the end of the night, we get kicked out, probably because it's closed, but it could have been because we were too drunk. I don't know. It's hard to say. I think you can't get kicked out of the ship. It's not possible. <laughs> anyway, so the footballer guy and Sarah's rugby guy end up coming back in a taxi with us. So we go back to our flat and I get with the, the footballer and then, I don't know, I can't really remember that night, to be honest. It's all a blur, but he's really fit and really nice. It's all good. And then um, he's left his car at the ship. So in the morning, he sleeps over. Hello. So he, he sleeps over. And in the morning, he was like, oh, I need to get my car from the ship. And we were like, really, we lived really close to the ship. But it's like really close if you drive and it's far if you walk, whatever. So I, being the swell host that I am, offered to drive him to his car in the morning no big deal offered to drive him in my shitty little Corsa which I've had for 10 years um which I use for dog walking <laughs> but it doesn't cross my mind at that time that it's full of like it it fucking stinks like the car it's unreal like my friends refused to go in my car at that period of time because it was so gross like imagine having 12 dogs in a, <laughs> in a Corsa in a day like that's what we're talking here like the smell was unbelievable and it was disgusting like full of dog hair it was just rank anyway so I not really thought about it I was just like well I'll give him a lift it's the generous thing to do then I come out of my bedroom and my sister meet my sister in the hallway and she's like do you know do you know who's in your room I was like yeah 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 this uh this guy I think I think he's a footballer I don't know she's like no no He's a, he's a Welsh rugby player. I was like, oh. It kind of, the realisation, like, kind of kicks in that I've, I've now offered this international rugby player a lift in my Corsa, which is hairy and stinks of dog piss. But I've already offered now, so I can't be like, no, no, you can't. Anyway, so I act all cool. I don't know why he told me he was a footballer. Boys do this thing where they lie... I think, especially when they're rugby players. I don't know why they do that. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. So I drove him in my disgusting car, dropped him off at his really nice car and um, never spoke to him again. Actually, no, I think we texted a bit, but still never really, never, so embarrassing. So embarrassing that I had to drive him in my shitty car. Anyway, that car saw me through some things and I had that car until the beginning of lockdown, until the engine exploded and I had to get towed away day one of lockdown. So, yep, saw some sights. Anyway, so that that's my failed one night stands. One that didn't even happen. And one with a guy who lied about being a rugby player and said he was a footballer, which I don't really know what's more impressive. Probably neither. I, like a doctor, that's impressive. Anyway, so that concludes episode one. I feel like it may have been underwhelming, but 
I have many, many more stories and I just wanted to test the water, if you will, and see who's going to listen to this before I delve into the really inappropriate stories. So, um, yeah, I feel like that. I feel like that brings us to the end. So, yeah, have a good one, guys. Enjoy new lockdown. Apparently that's happening. So what fun. I'll bring you more of these to uh, keep you jolly. Alrighty. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks for listening. She's fading a day.